Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Michael Pitkowski, and today we will learn a little bit about Tractate Shabbat Daf 25. The second chapter of Masechet Shabbat includes quite a bit of discussion about the different oils and materials that one is permitted to use for Shabbat candles. Near the end of yesterday's daf, there was a Mishnah that included the prohibition of using the oil of impure truma for Shabbat candles. Truma was one of the tithes that was dedicated to the priests in the temple. The Gemara attempted to give an explanation for this prohibition, and one of the opinions brought based this prohibition on the already existing prohibition of burning unfit sacrifices on Yom Tov holidays. Our daf continued this discussion and pondered the limitations of burning impure sacrifices or tithes on Yom Tov. The Gemara situated these questions within the context of the possible tensions that might exist between positive and negative commandments. In the situation being discussed here, on one side we have a positive commandment, refraining from work on Yom Tov, and the negative commandment, the prohibition of performing certain actions on Yom Tov, both lined up against a positive commandment, that of burning the sacrifice. The Gemara concludes that one positive commandment cannot override a positive negative commandment that are grouped together. On Amud Beit, the second folio, there is an important discussion about the blessing recited on lighting Shabbat candles. According to Rabbi Yishmael in the Mishnah, it is forbidden to light Shabbat candles with tar. The Mishnah does not give a reason why it is prohibited to light Shabbat candles with tar, but on Daf 25b, the Amora Rava gives an explanation for this prohibition. According to Rava, the reason for the prohibition is that burning tar stinks. And on account of the horrible stench from burning tar, somebody might light their Shabbat candles and then immediately proceed to leave the room. Another rabbi, Abaye, responds and said, So let him leave. According to Abaye, what's the big deal if somebody lights Shabbat candles that begin to stink up the room and then they leave? Rava responds and says that for him it is a big deal because he is of the opinion that the lighting of Shabbat candles is a chovah, an obligation. As a support for his opinion, Rava brings the following source. Rabbi Nachman bar Zavda, and some say that it was Rav Nachman bar Rava, said in the name of Rav, Hadlakat ner b'Shabbat chovah. Lighting the candle on Shabbat is obligatory, is a chovah. Washing the hands and feet in warm water on the eve of the Sabbath, Erev Shabbat, is optional, a reshut. But I say it is a religious duty, a mitzvah. This Amoraic statement presents three different categories of actions. Chovah, obligation, reshut, an optional action, and mitzvah, commandment. In the context of our discussion regarding the lighting of Shabbat candles, what exactly does it mean that the lighting of Shabbat candles is categorized as a chovah? What is the difference between a chovah, an obligation, and the mitzvah, a commandment? One popular explanation is that the obligation, the chovah, 
being discussed here is to eat the Shabbat meal where the candles are burning. According to this understanding, the candles are a vehicle for Oneg Shabbat, the joy of Shabbat, which is one of the central obligations of Sabbath observance. Therefore, what better way to celebrate Shabbat than to eat in the presence of beautifully burning candles? One possible objection to this explanation is that there is a far simpler understanding of obligation in this context, and that is the obligation to light Shabbat candles. This explanation was discussed by the important school of medieval Talmudic commentators, the Tosafot, and their answer was that it is obvious from another source in the Talmud that there is an obligation to light Shabbat candles, so there is no way that this source here on Shabbat 25b is also coming to teach us that there is an obligation to light Shabbat candles. Not to complicate things, but the source that the Tosafot cites is far from a clear statement about an obligation to light Shabbat candles, but that is the nature of learning Talmud. One person's knockout explanation leaves another person asking, that's all you got? Another interesting aspect of this category, chovar, obligation, is that it isn't entirely clear whether an act that is categorized as a chovar requires a blessing. While there is a lot of discussion about lighting Shabbat candles in the Talmud, there is no mention at all about a blessing that is to be recited upon lighting Shabbat candles. Post-Talmudic commentators took up the challenge, and the majority of them, although not all of them, concluded that a blessing was required over the lighting of Shabbat candles. Towards the end of the daf, there is an interesting Tanaitic Brita. What is the definition of a rich man? It is anyone who has satisfaction from his wealth. The words of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Tarfun says, It is anyone who has a hundred vineyards, a hundred fields, a hundred slaves to work them. Rabbi Akiva says, It is anyone who has a wife made beautiful by her deeds. Rabbi Yossi says, It is anyone who has a toilet near his table. According to Rabbi Meir, we should all be striving to be content with what we have. While according to Rabbi Tarfun, one needs a hundred vineyards, a hundred fields, and a hundred slaves to work for them. Rabbi Tarfun seems to be supporting a more materialistic understanding of happiness. For Rabbi Akiva, love is enough. And for Rabbi Yossi, well, some people just need a toilet near his or her table, to each his own. I would like to return to Rabbi Yishmael's burning tar. For Rabbi Yishmael and Rava, Shabbat is about enjoyment. And anything that infringes upon this enjoyment is to be avoided. People shouldn't think that they are really observing Shabbat if soon after they light their Shabbat candles they have to run out of the room because of the smell. Our behavior on Shabbat should be guided by those actions that maximize our enjoyment of the day. Whether it is the clothing that we wear, the food that we eat, or the company that we keep. Thank you, Lehitraot, and see you at the next daf. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.